Minimalism is the movement that encourages you to live with less. Less stuff, less possessions, less clutter, and find more joy and more time to focus on what matters. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. The Minimalish Podcast is here to help you make life lighter realistically. I'm your host, Desiree, and my passion is to help you create room for what matters to you by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your home and your life. It's not just about decluttering and having a tidy home, but about how having less stuff will give you more time and more space to focus on creating the life you actually want to live. We'll talk about topics of minimalism, motherhood, simple, intentional living, and everything in between here on the show each week. Let's walk towards simple together. Hey friend, just popping in before this episode starts to let you know that this episode looks a little different than the more recent episodes of Minimalish. In the beginning, my husband and I started this podcast together as the Minimalist Family Podcast, and it's gone through a few changes along the way. I kept these episodes here because I still believe they are really foundational to explain the minimalism journey my family and I have been on, and they align with what my what Minimalish is all about. It's also pretty fun to have these early episodes on here where my husband and I are both sharing our thoughts on minimalism because, as his wife, his opinions and views on the topic are important to me. All right, that's enough explanation from me. Let's get to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Minimalist Family Podcast. Today we are talking about zero waste. Zero waste is a really cool topic and I'm really not going to be the one talking as much as my friend Amy is. She came on the podcast for an interview. So before we get to the interview, just really quick, the reason I think zero waste is part of the heart behind minimalism is because I think sustainability is at the heart of minimalism. I think simplifying and being just more conscious of what's important in life can really truly go hand in hand with thinking about what's around you, thinking about your impact on what's around you, like thinking about your impact on the earth, thinking about your impact on the environment, which even if you you don't have a huge heart for environmental issues, I hope that you'll continue to listen to this episode because it's honestly amazing what small changes can do. And if you are a minimalist, then the small changes that Amy mentions that her family has made that have kind of added up to big change, those small changes are really a minimalist type of changes. They are kind of all about, you know, having less stuff, using less stuff, using up less stuff, I would say, um, is the main idea behind zero waste. So let's get to my interview with Amy. Thanks again for being on here and coming on the podcast to chat with us about zero waste. It is something that my family and I haven't really, um, you know, gotten into yet, but yeah. we're super curious about it. We want to know more about it. So first, tell us what you do and where keep, where people can find you online. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Amy. I'm a, a mom of two and I live outside Dallas. I am a speech language pathologist, but I have um, taken a break since becoming a mom and focused more on, on being at home and being present uh, with my kids for 
for this time period. And this, about six months ago, I started an Instagram page called Minimalista Mom. And it was just a way for me to connect to like-minded individuals. Um, I wanted to connect to, um, to other moms and to other people who are starting to reduce their waste. So I have a blog page that's minimalistamom.com or you can find me on Instagram at minimalistamom. Awesome. That's where I found you. Um, I started following along with you on Instagram. I've been kind of really inspired by your journey. Yeah, by what you guys are doing with Zero Waste. I think it's super impressive and um, I can't wait to hear more about it. So tell us a little bit about just your minimalism journey. What zero waste is and why you all decided to go zero waste um, and kind of how that journey started for you. Okay. So as far as zero waste is, it's like an aspirational term. Um, you're not going to be 100% zero waste. It's basically, it's trying to avoid sending trash to a landfill. Um, it's a movement to eliminate single use items in particularly plastic because plastic doesn't decompose and um, it can only be recycled a very limited number of times. So um, actually only 9% of plastic was recycled according to a study that was conducted last year and covered by National Geographic. So 90% of plastic either went to the landfill or is floating around as litter, litter or ended up in the ocean. Wow. Um, yeah, so the zero waste movement is basically rethinking what you buy so you can send as little as possible to the landfill. It's a goal. Um, you will produce some trash. And um, this journey has really opened my eyes to my own family's consumption habits. So the more I read about the state of the environment, um, the more making these changes and sharing them has become important to me. Um, so I don't know if you're aware, but the UN just shared a report that was conducted by thousands of scientists that we only have 12 years or there will be huge consequences for the environment. And that's going to pass in the blink of an eye. So I want my kids to experience a world without these huge consequences. So I guess it's long story short is that that's why it's important to me. It's because I'm a mom and I just want to encourage others to take these small steps towards creating less trash and being a more conscious consumer so that our problems don't become our, our actions don't become our children's problems. Yeah, that's scary. And I actually saw that on your Instagram. So um, I saw that you shared that just the other day. And that's really eye opening that study definitely encouraging to kind of take action towards that. So tell me a little bit about like when your journey started, what kind of started? Did you start out going zero waste? Or was it like minimalism and then zero waste? Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Um, so I started to reduce my family's trash a little under a year ago. And it's amazing how much has changed in my thinking and my habits in just a year. Yeah. But yeah, it first began with minimizing our things in our home. Um, it's been about only a year and a half since like a light bulb went off and I started to almost compulsively minimize the amount of clutter in our home. I remember returning home for my son's third birthday and the amount, the amount of toys that we were gifted was just... Like, I mean, I'm, I was humble and thankful for everything, but it was right. shocking just the amount of stuff that I was bringing into my house all at once. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I didn't want to teach my son or my kids that things equate happiness. So I began to separate the toys that I thought would be good learning tools and the toys that were just taking up space. And 
then I kind of got lost, like how to get control of the situation as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remembered that a friend of mine had mentioned Marie Kondo's book. I'm sure you're familiar with it. The life tidying up. So I started to, um, I listened to it on an audio version, which was helpful as a busy mom, you know, um, and I started to follow her steps, like methodically. Um, except I replaced her phrase with discard it to let go of it. Because I knew even then that I didn't want to fill landfills with things that were perfectly usable. So instead I donated, I recycled, I found new homes for our things. Um, that process has taken me months. Even to this day, I feel like there are some categories that I didn't completely finish. Um, my focus kind of switched to... Um, to reducing our waste. So um, once I got on the minimalism mentality, I became aware of the amount of trash that my family was reducing and I started to really bother me. And it was on Instagram actually that I discovered the zero waste movement. It was when I first saw that someone connected zero waste and minimalism, that it, it all kind of made sense to me. It was, that was the part that was missing in my journey. Um, so I started to do more research on what zero waste was. And um, I realized that this change that I was making in my home and my family's lives, it wasn't just about getting rid of stuff, but it was about clearing space both physically and mentally for what's important. And um, for me, that's aligning my daily actions to be less wasteful and hopefully inspire others to do the same. Yeah, that's really super inspirational. I actually just walked in to this um, interview with you, kind of walked into my house after I dropped my daughter off at my at her grandmother's house. And I walked in and it's trash day for us tomorrow. And I kind of looked like we have one trash can out front. And my first aspiration is to reduce like our trash kind of in comparison to what I thought was normal before I became a minimalist and before, um, before discovering zero waste. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I looked at the trash and like, I know, I know we can do better than this, you know? So, but it's the first thing. It's just, it's becoming like aware, you know, because we live in a society today that everything is just, Oh, just get rid of it. Get in, get something new, just order something new on Amazon. Just uh, go to the store or, you know, like it's just, it's just what's ingrained in us because of that's yeah. what we're used to. So it's, yeah, kind of, it's hard to like make this switch. But the first step is it's like becoming aware of it. Yeah. If you don't do that. You can't, you're not going to start anywhere. Yeah. And I feel like once you become aware, it's like you kind of start to see it everywhere. And that's what you're saying, like with compulsively, even just with minimalism in general, compulsively, like once you start decluttering, you're like, wow, I have so much stuff. Yeah. And so I feel like it's the same. It kind of transfers over um, with zero waste. And what would you say has been the biggest challenge? Like even from the beginning to now, what has been the biggest challenge in this journey for you? Um, as you went zero waste with a family, because I think minimalism in general, if you're not like, if you're not into that journey already, just looking at it from the outside, if you have a family, if you have kids, little ones, it's intimidating. But to me, I'm like, wow, zero waste is intimidating with a family. So what has been the, what have been the biggest challenges for you and how have you overcome those challenges? Um, Well, honestly, it's that it's a process, like it's a journey. It takes time to simplify, you know, as you know, it takes a lot of time to declutter and it takes a lot of time to be less wasteful. 
and implement changes one by one. So as much as I want to clap and be 100% zero waste and 100% clutter free, I know that it's a balancing act of being present in my daily life to be the mom I want to be, to be the wife I want to be, and to make these changes one at a time. So I'm just enjoying the journey and celebrating each step that I make. Um, I would, another real challenge is um, that we don't live in a world that's zero waste. So yeah. I know it's not about being perfect. It's just trying to be more intentional about your daily choices and daily actions. Yeah. But what are some of the biggest like practical ways that you've made changes so far, like actual like tangible things that you've done um, in your zero waste journey that you think have been have made the most difference? Well, the thing that has made the most difference hands down has been composting. And I didn't grow up with this. I didn't even really know what it was. I knew that, you know, some people who have farms compost, but I, uh, once we started composting, I feel like our trash was reduced by 50%. It was amazing. Yeah. So, um, a lot of areas actually have composting services or farmers markets. You could look into that near you if they take your compost. We don't have either option in our area. So um, I started to take the leap and I started to compost at home. First, I was just throwing like fruit, fruit and vegetable scraps on our um, garden. And then um, my dog started to get into it and the yeah. kids went to play. So I was like, okay, that's not And so I started to do more research and I, um, I bought like a, a wooden compost bin from, from Home Depot and I just Googled, like, how do you compost? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's amazing. Like, it's just become an ingrained habit in our daily life. Like, I no longer, there's a banana peel. I put it in our compost bucket. Right? If there's an apple core or anything, anything that in the fridge, if, if some kind of fruit or vegetable goes bad, um, that's where it goes instead of in the trash. Because in the trash, it, it doesn't really decompose. So it just sits there. And at least if it's in your compost, it can be turned into dirt and you can use it again. And it's actually, it actually turns into this really healthy soil apparently, which I have yet to get there because we have been composting just since about last January. Okay. Well, that's really cool. That's something I've um, been seriously looking into. So it's cool to hear that that's been the biggest change for you. Yeah. And once you figure out what you're doing, it really isn't that much work. It's just, it's just another habit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Awesome. So I guess along the same lines, um, if you could give listeners a simple takeaway or multiple, um, it could be however many you have in mind, like action steps that they could do right after they're done listening to this. Um, and they could go and take this away from this podcast, do it right now. Um, what would those takeaways or action steps be to kind of start with zero waste? Okay, first it would be, sounds gross, but it would be look in your trash and see where you're actually throwing away. Um, yeah. See what you can, what you're buying in plastic. Um, so research alternatives of those items that come plastic free. So that would mean either package free, like in, in the grocery store, you know, those bins, those are called yeah. with the food inside and the scoopers, those are called bulk bins. Um, so that would be one way to get some get some items packaged free. You can also get items in paper or in glass, like a glass jar or like a, an aluminum can. Cause all of those are a lot more easily recyclable than plastic. Um, another would be buy some reusable produce bags, or you can make some if yeah. you're crafty, like an old sheet. Um, That's cool. And you can put any type of 
food that you get at the grocery store, like um, a head of lettuce. You can put it in your own bag. You don't need to use their plastic bag. Or just don't use any bags. Yeah. Really, you don't, it's just for convenience. Right. My husband, whenever he goes to the grocery store, he forgets to bring our reusable bags. And um, instead of, you know, using plastic bags, he's like, oh, I'll just put it in my trunk and it'll roll around and I'll come home. So I don't do that. I keep my reusable bags in my trunk, which is another tip. So every time you use them, then just just put them back. It's, It's pretty easy. And if they're in your car, then hopefully you'll remember next time you go to the grocery store. Um, what else? I would say that see if you can purchase items secondhand, um, because they're already made. So you're not using any new resources, um, to make those items. Um, actually fast fashion is one of the worst polluters. So I have been trying, and this was a big switch to make many of our purchases secondhand. Um, but it's a lot easier these days than it used to be because there are apps like Poshmark or Mercari or Let Go or Craigslist, and you can buy items that are almost brand new and sometimes even have tags on them. And you buy them directly from the seller, and they can be shipped to your house or you can pick them up. Um, let's see, another tip would be be prepared. I'm sure um, as a mom, you've noticed that we always kind of have to bring a bag with us, right? Yeah, we always have to, a lot to carry. Yeah. <laughs> So it's just kind of adding another layer onto that. Um, Like you can just put a jar in your bag or a a metal spork. And that way you could avoid a lot. You can avoid using a disposable water cup or a to-go container um, or any like plastic cutlery if you go out to eat. Um, I always carry a water bottle for me and for my kids. It's just like becomes second nature to me. So I never have to spend money and I avoid... Um, buying that plastic water bottle, which is like really bad for the environment. Um, and you can avoid, um, you can just refuse plastic bags. If you already have a bag with you, you can just put the item that you purchased directly into your bag. Um, so those would be some of the, the main tips. Um, another thing that really like made a big change for us was um, rethinking how you clean your home. It's something that it's like when, when you look under your sink, most people have like a lot, or at least I used to, mm-hmm. a lot of different bottles of all these different cleaners. Yeah. And they all have a lot of chemicals. And if you really step back and think like, why, why do we need so many different types of cleaners? Right. Why do they have so many chemicals? Right. <laughs> why do they all come in plastic bottles? So um, over the time as as my cleaning solution started to run out, um, I switched to just almost using just vinegar and water. Um, that's the main one that I've used. And I did research on it and ABC news actually discussed a study that showed that, um, vinegar can kill like a range of pathogens, including the flu virus. Oh, wow. That's yeah. Awesome. So you can use it. To, yeah. You can use it to clean almost any surface in your home. So that, that's been helpful. And it's also, I love it for being a minimalist because now I don't have all of these different cleaners and I know that it's better for my kids to not have all those chemicals and better for the environment. So it's really like the zero waste movement and minimalism. They, they just complement each other so much. They go hand in hand. Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I feel like the way you put those tips 
to me, I'm like, wow, I could actually go out and do that. And it doesn't sound like, yeah, it doesn't sound like that much more effort when, like you said, you're already carrying a bag around with you as a mom. So like, I feel like with a family, I mean, as minimalists, we try to minimize what we're leaving the house with, you know, but at the same time, it's like, you're still carrying stuff with you. And so why wouldn't you want to minimize, I guess, the damage you're doing to the environment by just, you know, throwing in an extra mason jar in your bag so that you can use that. Um, Something I wanted to ask you with the, just with your tips on grocery shopping and everything Mm -hmm. like that. um, I know it's location specific, but where are some stores, at least near you that you, that you go to, or do you order online or anything like that, that you found, um, even um, grocery wise to be. Yeah. Safe? So this ordering online in theory, it seems like a really good idea, but it's really hard to control the amount of plastic that they use. Yeah. That um, makes sense. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, someone else doing the shopping for you. Um, unless you're really specific, I actually, honestly, I, I haven't tried it since going zero waste. Um, but grocery stores, many, local grocery chains have a bulk section and I have zero waste shops in my local grocery chain. Um, I prefer to go to a health food store. Um, there are a lot of my area, for example, there's a whole foods and this is going to vary wherever you are in the yeah. world. Um, right. That's true. You might not have any of these options near you, but there's a whole foods, there's sprouts, there's Winco and central market. And all of those are within 20 minutes of my house. Um, and I used to just walk by the bulk section and not really understand it, but now I, I use it a lot. And um, I'm buying a lot more fruits and vegetables, a lot more, because they're basically, they're unpackaged. If yeah. you Some of them come in plastic and I try to avoid those. Um, but as a consequence of, you know, po- a positive consequence to moving more towards zero waste, we're eating a lot more healthy foods. Yeah. Because you're, you're not buying all that, all that processed food because that almost always comes in some sort of plastic. So it's, you can almost say it's like a zero waste diet um, as a consequence of trying to reduce your, tra- your trash. So that's pretty cool. I guess I have a question that stems off of that. Can you, other than eating fruits and vegetables, have there been, have there been things that you've just like cut out of your diet because of zero waste or has it mostly just been like a gradual, I don't know, change? Yeah, it's been gradual. And I recommend that um, because it can be overwhelming if you try and do from one day to the next, like, okay, I'm going to do this. It's uh, and then you might get discouraged kind of like a, like a diet, you know, you want to go in 100% and then you're like, Oh, I'm going to cheat here. I'm going to cheat there. So I would say do it step by step. And one piece of advice I would give is when you grocery shop, just bring a list. And if you plan out like five meals for your family, five dinners, I tend to make more at once. Um, so I have leftovers, so I don't have to cook three meals a day, every day. That's exhausting. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So I, I cook about five meals a day or five meals a week and, um, I make double. So we have it for a lunch and a dinner and, um, and that doesn't include breakfast. Breakfast is pretty easy for us. It's like oatmeal or a cereal and fruit. I make smoothies for me and my daughter likes them too. Um, 
Yeah. And then over the weekend, since my husband is around more, we kind of share the responsibility. He likes to cook. So I get a little bit of a break on the weekends. That's or, nice. Yeah. Or we go out to dinner and um, just bring our own to-go container. That's a really easy thing you can do. Just throw a Tupperware in your bag when you know you're going out to eat and you avoid that styrofoam container that doesn't even work very well. Yeah. That's a really cool idea. Actually, I like that a lot. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. Well, these have all been super helpful tips. I know for me, like I now have ideas to leave this interview and change a couple of things just here and there. And I think that's, like you said, probably how it starts. Tell us one more time where we can find you so that if anyone forgot from the beginning, <laughs> they can, they can um, find you right now after hearing all these super helpful tips. Cause I feel like your Instagram has just the same type of super helpful tips that we are hearing right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. I'd love to. It's uh, minimalista mom and that's on Instagram. And then I have a blog minimalista mom.com. Um, the Instagram is something that I would say I definitely update more than the blog. Um, as you know, sometimes with little ones, it's, it's easier to just get on your phone than it is to sit down at a computer and type something up. Um, so I would say go to my, my Instagram first. For sure. And I will link those in the, in the um, show description so that people can find them right away. So thank you so much. It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was really nice to talk with you as well. And I will continue for sure following your zero waste journey on Instagram and um, planning to take some of your tips away with me. So thanks again. Yeah, I'd love to to stay in the loop and, and let me know if you have any progress in this area or have any questions. Okay, isn't Amy great? I'm sure that if you have any questions about Zero Waste, she wasn't just talking about me. Um, You can definitely head over to Minimalista Mom on Instagram and chat with her. Ask her questions about Zero Waste. I'm sure she'd be happy to answer them for you. She is super passionate about this topic, as you can tell. And I feel like the way she talks about Zero Waste, the way she talks about these practical ways that you can slowly start and make small changes... To me, it just feels so inspiring. It feels like it is honestly possible for anyone, which to think about minimizing your trash, which I think can seem like a very overwhelming feat to accomplish, but Amy just makes it sound simple and like, you know, graceful. Like you can take this step by step. You can make progress towards this end goal, which it's not necessarily something some place where you are going to arrive, but it's a place where you're going to get closer and closer and things are going to get easier and easier in this journey. Now, I think the same thing applies to minimalism and I just really hope that, you know, that's what this podcast is about for you each week. I hope that this podcast every single week just inspires you to give yourself grace and inspires you to really just get one step closer to where you want to be, one step closer to a simpler, more intentional life. And if you are loving this podcast, guys, I have to just request, please leave a rating, leave a review, help other people find this podcast. I would love that so much. I'd be so grateful. Um, If you do that, please, like, find me on Instagram at Desiree Andries. That's where you can find anything for this podcast and also on my website, DesireeEndries.com. Find me there and tell me that you left a review so I can thank you 
so much. Okay. So thank you so much again for listening. And I'm so excited to talk to you on Friday about the changes coming up. This has been an episode of the Minimalist Family Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And if you're loving the podcast, leave us a review on iTunes. It will definitely help us get the word out and help other people discover our podcast. Even better, go ahead and share this with a friend that you know will love it too. We hope to see you back here next week. Until then, cheers to living with less stuff and more joy. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.